When this drops, it'll be New Year's. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Are we recording? Yeah, we're live yeah. right now. Oh, well, thanks yeah. for that fucking heads up, yeah, man. Right. Well, I figured last time we got into a pretty good spiel before we even... Yeah, no, that's recording. totally fair. I, I feel like fucking all the other fucking podcast hosts... Are we... Are we... Are we... Are we live? Are we... Are we live? Oh, my belly is so full of pasta. My belly... Has been eating itself alive. I I drank a good belly today. You know what that is? It sounds gross. Yeah, so it's, it's not kombucha, but it's basically a fucking. It's like a fruit juice that's loaded with like prebiotics. Maggots. Yeah, yeah, quite literally, alive beings that I just put into my stomach yep. to eat away all the bad live beings that are in my stomach. So it's called bad stomach. It's called gut health. Oh, <laughs> um, so I've been I've been shitting profusely since I got out of work. What color? natural brown with a hint of green. A little green hue? There's no blood in my shit anymore, so I guess that's good. That's always a good sign. No, it really is. And, like, at first I thought it was like, oh, shit, I have colon cancer. But um, then I realized that the blood was on the asshole versus in the stool itself. So you got hemorrhoids. Yeah, so I had a punctured asshole, essentially. Ooh. Yeah, from, like, wiping too much. As always, this is the Fucking Brothers Podcast. I'm Alex Salou. I'm Nathaniel. Fuck. What the I'm fuck, I'm so dude. sorry. We gotta work on that. All right. Damn. It should always be Nate last because he's the producer. Yeah, okay. You want to try that again? Who are you uh, again? Uh, this is the Fucking Brothers Podcast, and I'm Alex Salou. And I'm gonna try to not be a fucking asshole this podcast, but I'm Nathaniel Boshane. I'm Nate Skouskis, and I'm not gonna try to be an overbearing asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You're both assholes. And we're back. Let's get right down to it. Yeah, so you were talking about your bleeding asshole. Yeah, yeah. So, like, obviously there was concern because when you look down on the toilet and you see your stool, but you see it's covered in blood, you're like, oh, do I have colon cancer or something? You know, that's your first thing. And then you're like, oh, no, I've literally just been sodomized one too many fucking times by quilted fucking paper or fucking toilet paper. How dry is your toilet paper? Well, at the at the time when that was happening, I was eating shit that was like not good for my stomach. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so this was a while ago? Yeah, yeah. No, I've been I've had a very clean gut for a couple months now. I'm proud of it. Oh. What I'm sorry. I completely missed how we got here. I, what caused this bleeding <sighs> asshole? Well, so I think the it was the change is that I was eating really healthy and like my body was like, oh yeah, we need this stuff. This is great. You're feeling great. You're doing awesome. And then the moment I like would eat junk food during that time period, my body was like, what the fuck are you doing? And normally, depending on how your metabolism is, when you eat really bad food, it gets put right into fat cells and you're used to it. But when you eat healthy most of the time and then you eat junk food, your body immediately is like, we can't keep this for anything and we need to fucking get rid of it. Uh, so I, I was shitting way too much. And as a result, I was wiping way too much because of the sheer amount I was shitting. You got that dry ass. Yeah. So then I ended up with a really just ruptured, dry, bloody asshole. Oh, so you chapped your ass quite yeah, literally. Yeah, I chapped my ass. But in hindsight, it's like, okay, this is a good thing because it's like my stool's not bloody. I just have a bloody <laughs> asshole. That's that's a great sign. I'm no, happy for exactly, you. Exactly, exactly. Probably look like a gunshot wound down there. Yeah, Maybe it, stop buying sandpaper for toilet paper too. You know, they make wet wipes now that are flushable. I always forget we I have flushable that. wet wipes. And I, I've done it a couple of times and I was really into it. It's it's a grace from God. It, it, 100%. Wet wipes. I actually, I went to a house 
in America for the first time this year that had a fucking bodet in it. Bro. I didn't know how to use it. I was scared, but like I saw it and I knew what it was and I was like, oh my God, I've never actually seen one before. That's crazy. I've always wanted to get cold or hot water sprayed in my asshole. Dude, 100,000%. I'm going to test one of those Japanese toilets. Well, no, so that's the thing. Like, that's that's what it was. Yeah, that's, that's, what, they that's are. what it is. So this house. No, the Japanese toilets take it like a step further. Excuse like me? you can control the temperature. Like, the, I'm sure the, the it'll pressure. tickle your asshole if you tell it to. Can you control well, the pressure of it? Yeah, yeah, any expensive one will do that, They got though. a whole control panel on the side. Yeah, so does Tom. Because, like, imagine, <laughs> imagine taking a fucking power washer to the asshole after you shit. Some YouTuber did that. <laughs> That would have hurt. So, like, you, you know how, like, how painful water is when it's, like, at that type of pressure? Oh, yeah. So I just, used like, to put the hose on jet and just spray it up my skin. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't feel good, I bet. Yeah, it's pretty powerful. No, but, but it satisfied his, like, weird, I like pain sexual yeah, you, agenda. Uh -huh. So there's that. That's right. Because Nate's a freak. No, you know, <laughs> so, some, some people are like, oh, I love pain in a very kinky way. And that's Nate. Oh, He'd pull his own teeth out if it got him off. <laughs> it's true <laughs> like that guy from Black Mirror yeah like that guy from Black Mirror addicted to pain yep that's me I literally showed <laughs> Haley that show for the first time the other day and that's the first episode we watched that was a good episode the Black Museum yeah the Black Museum great I, episode I, I think we should give Bandersnatch another try and try to, no. and try to get the, the right ending for once. A live There's no the only good part about that movie, to my knowledge, because I keep fucking getting arrested or dying, is the acid scene. Which you get to regardless of your path, so... At, at every time, I was switching <clears throat> the cereals up. If you've always wondered what it's like to fucking do acid, fucking watch the movie Bandersnatch and get to the acid scene, that is what it's like. That is the closest... Hollywood representation that I've ever found of fucking acid. Black Mirror is so fucking wild. But it's also just the Twilight Zone for people of our generation. Yeah, 100%. You know the Twilight Zone still really holds up well. It really does. Oh no, I know it's it does. Not, not outdated. Yeah, I did know that actually. Have you seen that? How is it? I know Jordan Jordan Peele runs that, right? I believe so. I think he hosted it kind of in the way that, uh, what's his name? Rod Sterling hosted it back in the day. Through the door. Yeah, you know, you, know, you know the one. Yeah. Yeah, the Twilight Zone's fucked up. I remember, like, having vivid nightmares as a kid watching the Twilight Zone. I never, I only saw that one episode where the guy, like, goes through and then he wakes up and he's in Nazi Germany. <laughs> That's a brutal one. That's Yeah, that's an intense episode. My favorite one of all time has to be the one with the guy and the fucking really annoying wife, and all he wants to do is read. And then the world, world, ends, and the right? world yeah. ends, and he has access to the library and all these books, and no one's around to stop him from reading, and then he trips and breaks his, his glasses. glasses. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the monsters are doing Maple Street. You know that one? Yeah, Miss yeah. fucking Bethel made us. Shout out to Northbridge Middle School. Miss Bethel made us watch that in class. Yeah. It just like it shows you what panic can do to people. It's a modern representation, like especially during the pandemic and shit. Yeah. Like nobody could just like, oh yeah, I'll just be healthy, stay safe. Now everybody's freaking the fuck out. Mm -hmm. And it, because like I work with the public again, I see so many people come in wearing masks 
But it's like, what are you wearing a mask for? Aren't you vaccinated? Yeah, literally. <laughs> Not that that's going to fucking help you. No, ex- exactly. All right, real question. What do you think in the coming future unvax sperm is going to be worth? <laughs> COVID-free vaccine sperm. 17 grand. Seven, what? I don't think you can put a price on something like that. I don't think you can either, but like it's going to be the new Bitcoin. I see memes about that shit all the time, but it's true. <laughs> no, it absolutely is, especially because like you don't know what's going to happen to these people in 10 years. We should buy a bigger freezer. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by unvaccinated people. They're the worst. Make your own fucking decision on your own health. The government doesn't get a say in what you do with your body. Oh, wait, did you say unvaccinated yeah, people? Yeah. They're the best. Yeah, Excuse that, that's me. What I'm the unvaccinated people are the fucking worst. <laughs> I think I, I'm so content that I didn't get the fucking vaccine. Not one fucking jab. Because I feel great. Same here, brother. Amen to that fucking shit. You're not putting fucking experimental drugs in my body. Even at, even at peak pandemic, I was like, I'm not putting that in my body because it's like oh yeah i don't trust the government as is and the fda the whole thing is like all right yeah you know food drug products got to be you know tested in laboratory experiments for like 10 plus years before they can like put it on the market like that and so quickly were they able to launch the vaccines and like televise it too if that makes any sense the many ads i see for like moderna and shit like now, like sports teams are brought to you by like Johnson and Johnson and shit. It's fucked up. That's the aspect I saw that was kind of gross about it. The Pfizer ads that just played I over mean, and over. This is gonna be a regurgitated fucking Joe Rogan fucking quote, but like obviously This is a regurgitated Joe Rogan Rogan episode. Yeah, this is big facts, but uh obviously we're one of two countries that allows fucking people to yep broadcast their fucking uh, pharmaceutical commercials on anywhere. So that's gross as it is. Yeah, it's really disgusting. And even New Zealand, like, they have some regulations with it. And they they certainly don't have the, like, prescription pill problem that United States has. Probably not, no. No, they don't. They don't. It's nice there. Lord of the Rings was filmed there. (laughs) That's all anybody ever knows about it. Yeah, but you don't get magic like that if you're all fucking addicted to painkillers. <laughs> They're also really into fucking rugby down there. I don't know if you guys knew that. Have you guys ever watched a rugby game? Rugby's intense. Rugby's fucking crazy. I didn't actually play rugby. I think it'd be a lot of fucking fun. I would give it a whirl just because, like, I played football and yeah. shit. But, like, that shit looks a little intimidating. You know, it absolutely is, especially because, like, the lack of, like, protection and padding you have for rugby. Yeah. You like... Football players get CTE and shit all the time, but they're, like, pretty well padded. We should learn how to do the haka. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. No. A lot of screaming and pounding of your chest. Yeah, yeah, but to do it right and to do it are two different things. I think we just come up with our own version of the haka. Mm. I, I was always under the impression that you could, like, alter it in different ways if you wanted to. There's not, like, one set haka. The white version. Yeah, the the white version. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Always yelling at me for shit like that. Well, hey, you're allowed to make fun of those. Yeah, that's fair. That's true, it's true. And oh, I have been for years. Those people, I didn't mean to. White, white people have a lot of really silly ideas about certain things. <laughs> <laughs> they sure do. Yeah, like white, white people are funny. 
They just do funny things. What can we do with this cheese up now? Like you, you will never meet a black person that has a home sweet home side in their fucking house. That's <laughs> such a that's love. yeah, that's such a white person thing. Home is where the heart is. You know all all those stupid fucking like sides. You know <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, like there's a whole wall of that at Walmart, and I don't know who's buying it. But they need to stop. That's the thing, though. That section exists because everybody is buying it. Because everyone needs that message. Dude, they're so miserable in lives that the only fucking thing they have to look forward to is wall decor. <laughs> it's kind of fucking stupid, actually. Yeah. So, uh, anybody see anything crazy in the news recently? Oh, there's uh, another Nazi found that tried to make it Till death to be free. They believe this is going to be the last Nazi to go on trial too for crimes from World War II. Where'd they find him? Her actually. Oh, her. She was Excuse a me. she was a secretary, I believe, um, and she had like you know had a play role in like ten thousand people dying. Oh, cool. But what what's interesting about it is that they're like pretty sure this is going to be like the last trial for crimes from World War II. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, kind of, I kind of hope they keep pulling these old dudes out of you know, their they, they, they definitely might. Germany, to their credit, has actually been pretty good about making these people accountable. Fucking eighty years later, you yeah, know what no, I'm absolutely. And I mean, if you really think about it, if this person was an adult, you still got to remember all the Hitler Youth kids. Yeah, that's a big fact. They exist. They absolutely do. And they got some years left if they're still finding fucking adults from World War II. Yeah, that's a big fact. Are you talking about the boys at the back end? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. It's messy. And just the Hitler Youth was like the Boy Scouts of Germany during that time period. So, like, there's just, there's a whole bunch of them. I love how Germany's like been trying to make amends throughout the years though. They're like, Well, we did that terrible thing a long time ago, but we have lots of beer now. Yeah. You come to Oktoberfest. Yeah. What about Oktoberfest? And no. then you know, Lederhosen. Yeah. Beer cheese. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, we gotta thank the Germans for a couple things. You know, like, we, like we barbecue. Absolutely, absolutely do. Volkswagen. Yeah. The Germans have actually given us a lot. Yeah, of course. Oh, I finally watched that movie, uh, Rat Race. I believe yeah. you guys Did you enjoy it? it? And? That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a great movie, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm so excited to rewatch it. And, like, I watched it when I was young for the first time, so I didn't understand all the, like, racial jokes and shit. Yeah, and shit right. Cover, but I still really enjoyed it. <laughs> because even if you don't understand the jokes, it's funny as hell. I love the Paul Verzi scenes where it was just like, Dad, why can't we drive a Volkswagen? And he said, the Nazis use Volkswagen. <laughs> <laughs> My, my favorite is like Road Atkinson in that movie because he's a fucking narcoleptic in that movie. Yep. Uh-huh. He just keeps falling asleep. asleep. Yep. It's a race. I'm winning the race. It's a race. It's a race. I'm winning. I fucking love that movie. I move like grease lightning. And, and, and like, obviously, like, you, you saw that movie. I. And then, like, I used to have to think that it wasn't real because, like, there's no way it could be. But Smash Mouth plays at the end of that fucking movie. The movie ends at a Smash Mouth concert. This isn't a Shrek Isn't it movie. a charity event, Yeah, too? it is. It is. It is. You love to see it. And it, they give all the money. Yep. I actually fell asleep before the movie was over. And that's how it ends, yeah, right? Yep. They literally all, they all give their money to the, like, kids that are in need. Yep. 
And it's a really beautiful ending. To- Apparently, that's a remake of an it. Or- is. Yeah, it is. I've a never Mad seen Mad the World. Ori- I've never seen the original either. But nothing can beat Rat Race. I know that yeah, much. Rat and like, Race I don't, is phenomenal. I don't know why it's not talked about as much. Because it's one of those movies that would offend everybody. <laughs> it's heads down one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Like, you know, you know when the fucking the two brothers take down that cell phone tower? Yes. <laughs> That's literally where I fell asleep. But yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited to rewatch that. That's a fucking good one. It's a classic. Definitely check out Rat Race. <laughs> This episode was brought to you by movies that used to not offend people, but would today. Stop being a little bitch and go watch a movie that should not offend you. You know, I just don't get why people are so offended nowadays. Like, South Park's been airing for years and you're still, you have poopy diapers over something dumb. I I don't understand it at all. The the world's not responsible to tiptoe around your triggers and traumas. That's Doesn't matter who you are, like... Yeah, you gotta shut that part off of you. And it's like other people are having fun, and you just gotta, you just gotta accept it and move on and look somewhere else. I make fun of all my personality traits, all my interests, and like, because I know like each part of it is, you know, like I don't have to defend myself with it. It's funny to make fun of that. I make fun of gamers all the fucking time. Oh god, yeah, they're so fucking stupid, and I am sweaty. Oh yeah, it's they're disgusting. I am one. You know, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I'm not afraid to push that boundary. Oh, God, no. Like, I, all the people and things I like, I just make fun of, you know? I have thick skin. Uh, so. I don't even know no, that's a good where point. I'm trying to that's go. No, no, that's a great point. <laughs> Fucking right. Excuse right. me. <laughs> I'm too fucking sober for this right now. I'm so tired yeah, today. We, we, yeah, I'm fucking exhausted today. I got like three hours of sleep last what night. the fuck did you guys do today? I mean, it's I, not about today. It was about last night. What'd I, you do uh, last night? I slept over at my girlfriend's house and she has like a twin bed. Oh. Like, oh, that actually, I know exactly the feeling and it's 10 times worse for a guy of your size. There's no room. When was the last time you fit in a twin bed? Um... Well, like, like like seven. His yeah, um probably. his twin bed was in his crib. If yeah, you could believe yeah, you, no, if yeah, you know you're, uh, that. you're right about that. Honestly, yeah, I grew out of it real fast. I remember being able not to look over the counter at the age of six, and then <laughs> suddenly being way too tall for the counter. <laughs> See, like uh, I became <clears throat> friends with Nate in seventh grade, but I knew who Nate was before that. And so we were 13 at the time, and I always thought to myself, that is one big boy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so aside from the obvious, like, processed foods and, like, sugars and everything that the children eat today, what do you guys think the biggest cause, aside from the things I just mentioned, is for today's youth being so fat? The internet. Yeah. If you're going to blame something that's not processed foods, it's the fucking internet, is that you don't have to occupy yourself anymore with going outside or building things or having fun because you can literally just go on social media. Kids aren't understanding the use of dopamine going through their bodies. Like, no one's educating them that when they go back to that thing, it's basically pressing the dopamine button. Yeah, and it's the education system, too, because the education system is designed to make, like, good employees mm-hmm. to go work for companies. 
So you're like, you're not building leaders. You're not building people that are like self-sufficient thinking for themselves. You're like, you, you went to public school. Yeah, I did. The education they give you was not practical in the real world. Not in the slightest. And how many times have you used the Pythagorean theorem since getting out of public school? Not once. Not enough. I agree. Yep. So it's like they, they create these curriculums that are structured around like, you know, information, you know, that's pretty much useless in the real fucking world. They don't teach you how to balance a checkbook. They don't teach you how to do your taxes. They don't teach you how to eat healthy. They don't teach you the importance of exercise. I was actually taught all of those math things by my math teacher in senior year because it was a class for kids they thought were going nowhere. So like honor students and like high functioning like kids that were doing good in school didn't have to take that class. Yeah. They were required to take like trig. trig yeah, shit, they yeah. had to take trig, but the stupid and slow kids had to fucking take uh like consumer base. finance was yeah. the best class I ever took in school. Yeah, exactly. I learned more in consumer finance in one year than I did in any of my other 11 years of public schooling. I mean, I'll always love history class, but history is not going to teach me about the real world, except that history repeats itself and to watch out for tyrants, kids. Yeah, 100%. Like, I, I, like, I like history for a lot of personal reasons, but I didn't think it was very practical, per se. You know what I learned from history? Don't attack Russia during the winter. Yeah. That's what I got out of history that's, class. That's a big fact. I want to put a pin in that because I want to talk about what's going on over in uh, the Ukraine right now, but um, I do want to... No, not new news, just a, a thought. Um, but I want to go back. I, I think with the kids being so fat today, it has to do a lot with that parents don't make their kids play sports anymore. Like, there's a select few that will, but for the most part, no one is pushing their child to go be physically out or active like you were saying. But also, I feel like as somebody that went to public school, I would rather see something like pottery get cut than gym class. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. Yeah. But it's like even gym class, like I, I never appreciated it when I was fat and overweight, but it's like they weren't making it accessible to people that were fat and overweight. And I get it. I'm not saying that like, I don't, I don't know. This is going to be kind of hard to explain. I just feel like the fat kids didn't get stressed enough. Like they just felt shitty about themselves in gym class and they dreaded gym class as a result. Absolutely. And I was in that boat because I was never like, oh yeah, this is good for you, important for your body. I was just kind of under the impression that there were athletic kids and non-athletic kids and I knew where I fell. Yeah. And like, obviously that was a major self-esteem lower. Yeah, Overall, I was always afraid to lift my shirt up. Yeah, exactly. You like you didn't want to go fucking change in front of a bunch of guys because you knew you were fat. And then, of course, you always got put on B team and shit. So then when you get out of that, you're like, oh, there's just fit people in this world and not fit people in this world. I know where I fall. And whether you're like, you know, conscious of it or not, your brain takes note of that and puts you in that spot in society, you know? How do you guys feel about cliques in places like middle school and high school? Like athletes and nerds and jocks and all it's like a, how, how it's do you, a, a giant petri dish. It's bound to happen. Yeah, it's just bound to happen. And I just I I felt like I was one of those kids that struggled because I didn't click with anybody per se. I couldn't mm -hmm. find like a group of people with that like one trait or whatever. But start over. Um, go, being a kind of popular kid growing up, it has a lot to do with um just kind of being fake 
and oh, forgetting a lot of who you are and just um I don't know, kind I, of going I with the flow. With you have to make Mike make a new personality to try and fit in with with other people. And and you know, mm-hmm. like I when I was younger, I didn't really make a lot of friends because I didn't want to be fake. And then I <laughs> when I got into high school, I was like, oh shit. I got to kind of be fake to meet new people and do all these yeah. different things. Being but. fake will make me cool. That's big. Yeah. And that's, that's how I felt in high school in yeah. particular. Cause I was like, Oh, if I just alter my personality to make it more, uh, you know, likable and accessible to the like general public, I can fit in anywhere I want. Yeah. But like, cause I, I came to the realization at a young age that if I was my true authentic self, I'd be thrown into a fucking mental hospital or prison very quickly. That yeah, was very fact. afraid <laughs> to show my real self. Oh yeah, I was terrified. It was like They'd always be like, oh yeah, be yourself. And then I would, and then I would get laughed at and bullied, and then I was like, oh yeah, maybe I should stick to not being myself. Yeah, that's exactly what I did, and people avoided me. So Yeah, exactly. So yeah. obviously like that, that could lead to a lot of issues. That's why you have school shooters, because they're like, hey, be yourself. And the guy's like, oh, okay. I love this accepting society. I'll be myself. And then they're like, oh, you're weird. Yeah, but I, in the same breath, feel like the hierarchy and the cliques serve a purpose for life in later on in life because there's always going to be cliques and social groups and hierarchies mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm. And the sooner you learn to deal with them, the younger the better. And also, it's not completely related, but we need to bring back bullying because there'd be a lot less school shooters if we did. I know as crazy as that sounds. No, I, I get that. But like if we brought back bullying to the extent of picking on somebody in a way to try to make them better, th- there's got to be a, a way to approach. I don't even want to call it, but there's got to be a way to bully without hurting yes there, no, there's, I see there's where you're coming from no there's there's got to be a way for us to motivate somebody called, aggressively i know being real yeah i never could have like developed my character if i hadn't been beaten down and put like pushed away like i was bullied the fuck out of but it built me up you know what i'm saying right like it, it gives you that thick skin to deal with how society actually fucking is like people have picked on me my entire life yeah. and because of that i no longer give a yeah, exactly. single fuck about exactly. what somebody thinks which has let me be my authentic yeah, self well, i agree with and that 100%. blossom into the person i am today and i like the person i am so oh, yeah. and obviously like when you're younger like you get very poopy diapers about it you know like oh yeah. woe is me everybody picks on me me because me, i feel like me. they put such a huge stress on being popular in like tv shows and media and yeah. the things that people use to babysit their children for them today that when you aren't the first pick in gym class or you're not the person walking around with a whole squad of friends like that feeling of being dejected and being a loser is amplified to the point where it's unbearable for a lot of people. And if we could just teach our kids from the get-go to not let everything and everything upset them and hurt their feelings, I feel like we'd be in a better place to start trying to fix the world we live in today. I, I really like the Army's policy. You are all equally worthless. That's a great policy to have. It really is because let's like, you know, I, I believe in love and love and acceptance of every human being, but that's not how the world works, you know? And I don't think like, I feel like 
these people that are too easily offended, they feel too privileged. Like, oh, you can't pick on me. The, uh, I was actually having a great conversation with Haley and your brother last night about respect and about how respect is earned and not given. And when you walk around thinking that everyone and anyone owes you yeah. respect, it's just a problem for everyone Absolutely. involved. Because when you walk around thinking that the world owes you something and owes you respect just because you exist, you're going to get your fucking facts checked real fucking fast yeah. when somebody who doesn't give a fuck about your feelings comes up to you and smacks you back into the real world. And if you have that mindset of, oh, like, oh, I'm privileged, you can't touch me or whatever, you know, it's like <laughs> that doesn't serve you long term in any way, shape or form. And that's like very and like these people get damaged because they think they're invincible. They think that no one's going to pick on them or whatever. And they do. And then they're like, you can't pick on me. You can, you know who I am. You can't pick on me. And that does damage to their self-esteem. And Want to. Yeah. To the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is our secretary, Haley, for everyone who's wondering. So I'm kind of, I was in that kind of boat of, you know, kind of feeling maybe not so privileged, but uh, give respect, get respect. Uh, so I had, my dad had kind of gotten hustled by some people in New York City. Um, and I tried to confront these people. Uh, and I learned out, I, I found out real fast that, uh, yeah, some people do not give a fuck, no, and no, they will try and not. pull a gun in Times Square. <laughs> yep. So like, you can get checked really fucking fast. Yeah, that was kind of a eye opener for me that nobody gives a fuck, yeah. even if you're trying to do something like stand up for your dad. Doesn't give. A, yeah, exactly. Matter. The world does not give a fuck. Yeah. So I think if you walk around with that kind of like, oh, like I am privileged, or you can't treat me that way, like they absolutely can, because that's how the world fucking works. Yeah. Some people are struggling out there too. Like they'll get by any means. Mm -hmm. They don't care about your fortune that's back behind you. Money won't stop a bullet. No, they, they don't give a fuck about anything. Where you came? Like I used to be a snowflake kid, so I get it. So like I, I go into it with a lot of empathy, like trying to understand these people, so I can like give them help. You know what I'm saying? Because I used to be like, well, I didn't do anything. You can't pick on me. That's just mean. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I, I was a very just fucked up child, you know? I was like, oh, like, you know, I don't feel like people should be mean to me. Well, yeah. every kid wants the world to be nice. Yeah, 100%. And then when you realize the world's not nice, yeah. you can either stay fucked up about it or try to live your life as peacefully as you can with that thought. Well, some people just feel like they can fight for that in a lot of these ways. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think we need love and empathy, but I also think we need to be thicker human beings and not fucking take shit and not let people get under our skin and upset us and hurt our feelings. Thicker skin is definitely a must for the next generation and this generation. And it's just, it's, it's something we're losing and I get it. Our generation hasn't fought in a war, but like we, we do need to have thicker skin. Should we make it more Christmas themed? You want? I can ask Christmas questions instead. I probably can think of a whole bunch, and this little fucking gremlin will answer all of them. I think we can all have Christmas presents. We can, or 
ideas we could think of. All right, everybody, change of gears. Can you speak into the mic, please? I didn't Thanks. realize we were going back. He kind of rushed no. right into it. But hey, Merry Christmas, everyone. Hey. Oh, shit, we're already recording. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, isn't it? So this is cr podcast. <laughs> Dead spirit's gone. Yeah, we'll what never recreate you that. Song? Uh, so yeah, this episode's brought to you by the Christmas spirit. Put the Christ back in Christmas and stop being a selfish little asshole. We're not all about that, but <laughs> you could. Pe people that say keep the Christ in Christmas are really funny to me. Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> I think they're missing the point of, of Christmas. What? It, it, please tell me, what's the point of Christmas? I've, I've always bought into the Macy's commercial America idea of Christmas, <laughs> and I've always thought that's more appealing than, hey, this dude was born in a manger, and he's a miracle arranger and a life changer. <laughs> no, it's more like, for me, it's like Santa presents. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's wrong with today's youth. <laughs> no, not even, though, because like we, like we were talking about and before this became a Christmas episode, a thick fucking yep. skit. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? But you can still be like whimsical and shit and love the North Pole. Oh, God. Oh, 100%. So in the spirit of Christmas, I need to know everyone's favorite Christmas movie. I thought you were going to say cookie and I had my answer ready. What's your favorite Christmas cookies? I love ginger snaps, but only this time of year. <laughs> <laughs> I love those Pillsbury ones, those pre-cooked ones. Bro. Fucking images Bro. on them. I don't fucking cook those things. I do not give a fuck. Raw cookie dough is my. I fucking love raw oh, cookie God, dough. Yeah. Like I, I would not bake them. And if I did, they would be so soft. <laughs> See, it's subtle things like that that prove to me that you're a bojane. Because I love raw cookie dough. Yeah. yeah there ain't nothing wrong with like a raw cookie no, dough. No, I know, it's but an that's American but thing. but that's such a pooky thing that you guys have to be related. No, because that would mean I have a lot of fucking relatives, because I know so many people that love it, raw the, cookie dough. All right, even if you're not Pookie's biological brother. I was half-brother, for sure. We have the same mom. Well, yeah, no, that, I that's, I think, a, that's that, a given. I think that's a fact. Right, but, like, even if you guys don't have the same dad. <clears throat> Which I don't think we do. I'm not. I, I, I think as the years go on, I get closer and closer to who my actual father is. You're, you're missing the point. The point is, is that's a Beauchene thing. Eating raw cookie dough? Not just specifically eating raw cookie dough, but little intricate things like that. I just love raw cookie dough. It's called a personality. Yeah, I love raw cookie dough. Yeah, like what, 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 yeah like what are you trying to apply? <laughs> Never mind. It, it, it's it's irrelevant. I just I just don't know if I see it completely. I want I want to see it because we're here to understand one another. And I can't explain it well enough right now to 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 do it justice. So no, yeah, he's one hundred percent like my brother, be it half <laughs> or full. I don't know which. It will be a it'll be a fun podcast though when I do find my dad. That'll be cool. And other news, boy, who I think is my dad right now plans on escaping the nursing home he's in. Uh, he's been huh. saying how he's gonna walk home on the next nice day. Christmas miracle. <laughs> he hasn't he hasn't been out of a wheelchair in about six months. So That's like I don't think he's walking anywhere, anywhere per yeah. se. <laughs> you'd have to you'd have to hire a guy. Or convince one of the fucking RNs to be like, hey, yeah, can you bring me to my house via wheelchair? So I still need to know the answer to everyone's favorite Christmas movie, but also what are you going to do with your inheritance? 
if it's real, and I hope it is, and I think it is because she's not so delusional that she's going to start making up things like that. Yeah. Um, but the first thing I'm going to do is pay Nate off for this fucking podcast equipment. Yeah, that's totally valid. Uh, so that's something. Thank no, I, I'm going to be extremely frugal with it. And I'm going to be investing into things that are going to make me money long term. You're going to buy us a studio? I can buy us a studio <laughs> shed. Equipment shed. Yeah. With some electricity. No running water, though. That'd be cool of you. Maybe like an outhouse. Might make up for you being an asshole all the time. You could at least put a working toilet. See, that's the thing. I may be a fucking douchebag, but I make it up. I make up for it with really cool gifts and experiences. I was just fucking joking. No, I, I've always like linked that. I was like, well, it's okay if I treat people badly 99% of the time if I get them nice Christmas gifts. Don't take this personally or in a bad way or anything, but personality-wise, you're the Irish fear of our group. Ouch. That hurt. I, I, saw, I saw more as a Mark Norman. I respect that's, that that's more. That's fair. I respect that a lot fucking more. Who's Mark really good friends with? Joe Rogan. Shane Gillis. Yeah. Uh, Who else? A lot of comics. Yeah. He's, he's friends with Jerry Seinfeld. What's Whatever. the big deal? <laughs> I don't know how that guy's funny, but I just don't get it. I think he's funny because he's not funny. Because those is exist. That, is, is that oh, what it is? Jerry, Jerry brought a whole new wave. He What's was, so he, funny? What's so funny about that? No, I he, get like, it. He brought that voice. I, I get it. No, like, I, the B movie's a good movie, but I don't get it. I just... What? It's a B movie. It's a, it's a B movie. I, I don't know what there is to get. It, that's what it is. Save the B. I just don't understand his form of comedy. I don't get it. A, a B got a woman to cheat on her husband. <laughs> yeah, like that is funny. Is that what lie. you take away from that movie? <laughs> that's the funniest part of it. That's, that's, that's one of the funniest parts of it. Uh, favorite Christmas movie, though? It's always been a toss-up between Die Hard and The Muppets Christmas Carol. That's fair. You? That's, that's a... You, is this a Nathaniel answer? <laughs> well, uh, sorry, what, what kind of answer were you expecting? Not one of those. <laughs> so, I don't know why. Because I'm about to hit you with something, and everybody in this room is going to be like, what the fuck are you talking What, bro? I've never seen Home Alone. What? Yeah, see, there it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's a crazy crazy is, fact is, is that it is that is that what is that the only like big christmas movie you haven't seen i haven't seen miracle on 34th street me neither i haven't no. seen white christmas okay i haven't seen um name other christmas movies that you've people... all seen santa claus is coming to town I've seen, all, I've seen all the claymation ones, except the little drummer boy I refuse to watch it. Because Santa Claus is coming to town is my favorite. I, I'm a big fan. And in terms of the claymation classics, that is indeed my... Actually, no, I'm sorry. I'm wrong. It's A Year Without a Santa Claus. Oh, with the heat. He's Mr. Cold. Green Christmas. He's, He's Mr. 101. They call me Heat Miser. So my favorite social media platform this time of year gets really obsessed with Heat Miser and Snow Miser. <laughs> they love the Miser Brothers. And I don't understand. Like, I get it. It's, it's for the meme or whatever, but they get really fucking serious they, oh, about they it. They do. They do. Have you, you've seen You're Without Santa Claus, right? Yeah. 
So when you compare it like to the other claymation movies, you're like, what the fuck is this? Oh, yeah, you know I what know. I'm saying? Yeah. What about uh, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer 2 and like the one with Baby baby Chris or so Baby I, New Year I or whatever ha- the fuck I haven't it is? seen uh, Rudolph's Baby New Year, but I have seen the 2000 CGI Rudolph in the Island of Misfit Toys and what a trip. Yeah. Anything that's not the original claymation Rudolph <laughs> I, is... I was thinking about this though, like... <laughs> Rudolph, like a lot of the things that happen are really, really just like interesting. Like example, the I want to misfit toys. You have the cowboy pistol that's yep. supposed to be a water gun and it squirts jelly. Yep. <laughs> so let's start there. Okay. Because can't you just take the jelly out and put water in it? You're not a broken toy. You yeah, just... no, right. Nobody what wants the... a jar. Send me to Gulag instead. Sorry, we're back. I fucked up badly. Didn't leave enough space on the card for us to pour it on. So are we good now? Yeah, we're good. All right. Welcome back. This episode was brought to you by Nate's Fuck Up. It won't happen again, right, Nate? Right. Welcome to episode (laughs) one, because we just lost five hours of content. What's up, everybody? I'm Nathaniel Boshane, and I'm here with Nate Sikowskis and Alex Salou, and we are the fucking brothers. Yeah, we were getting like a real good conversation going about Christmas movies, but... uh. I think we should hear from the man who fucked up himself, and let's hear what your favorite Christmas movie is, big man. A Year Without Santa? Uh, no, fuck. <laughs> Talk that in. See, see? Now, now, I just plant seeds. I'm just a gardener. Uh, no! I, I just put the influence there. I don't remember think. it. <laughs> but that's the thing, though, is that anytime you have a wacky song with an even wackier character, it sticks. <laughs> I'm I Mr. Love those Green Christmas. I'm Mr. 101. No, Santa Claus is coming to town. It's just Santa not like a great... Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. All right, so this is Christmas related. Do you guys know how much Mariah Carey makes every single year? Billions. Probably too much. So, okay, so uh, I don't... <clears throat> it came out... I want to say 99, 98, somewhere late 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you all know the song, I take it, right? Yes. Yeah. You know, they, they, they dethaw her after Halloween. Yeah, right. She's ready to go. So uh, the bottom line is that uh, All I Want for Christmas is You has billboarded to the top number one spot nine times since its initial release. So every single year, Mariah Carey gets about 2 million to 3 million from streaming alone. And then she gets royalty money for the people that actually own the legal rights to the music. And she makes about two to 3 million per performance of the song. Mariah Carey makes about 10 million every single year around Christmas time. Just because of that one song. (sighs) Just because of that one fucking song. That's all it takes. It's a banger though. Yeah. I'm not denying (laughs) that. Who said it wasn't? That's not what this conversation so was about. It's so catchy. I hate and I hate that I like it. Well, but it, it's and one of those songs. What this conversation is about. It's such a banger. You no, know, yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and that's why is that? Yeah, it's people like me too that like hate it, but they still listen to it a couple <laughs> times a year because like, you can't yeah, not. Yeah, you can't not. Like, this is kind of catchy. You uh, you uh, have I don't to listen to some Christmas music. Christmas. During this just time. one thing I need, <laughs> and I don't care about Stop, the, the algorithm's going to pick it up. <laughs> Underneath the Christmas tree, I do want I fucking hate you guys so much. Make my wish come true, baby, all I want for Christmas.
this is what's going to get us sued and taken down. Yeah, it's like it's like there's a line of people waiting for us. It's the government, yep. Mariah Carey's agents. Yep, <laughs> she's pissed. Santo. It's a really short line. <laughs> I, I can remember when they told Pookie Santa wasn't real. The world exploded that day. Hey, can I ask a question? How come I never get to answer the questions? What's your favorite Christmas movie? I have three options, actually. <laughs> well, this is why we don't ask. <laughs> Got so much to fucking say. Hey guys, welcome to Alex's podcast. <laughs> Excuse fucking me. I just so yeah. So please tell us what is it. Oh, uh, so the original option is tied between the Santa Claus movies, but it has to be all three of the Santa, like Tim the, Allen Santa Claus. The movies. third one is really bad, though. <laughs> you think so? I think it's really bad. I see. I really like it because I like Martin Short. <laughs> yeah, but who doesn't? And that's what I'm saying. And he just he makes that movie for me. I know it's really bad, but yep. Martin Short makes it funny. I so I haven't seen the second one, but I really I like the first one a lot. The second one's not my favorite. Uh, fair, fair. What do you guys think about the Polar Express? I can't stand that <laughs> movie, but I did it. get a hand job to it in fucking <laughs> sophomore year. Hey, tell me you were drinking hot chocolate. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> No. I, 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 I feel like for me, if I'm going to get a handy to the Polar Express, I'm going to be sipping on some hard chocolate. But the crazy part, like the hand job isn't the crazy part about that story. The location is the crazy part about or, that story. Or you want to train on the way to the North Pole. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, no, I wasn't. <laughs> what, what was the location and why wasn't there hot chocolate? It was last period of sped class. And. <laughs> Got a retarded girl. No, 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 no. <laughs> Just like the kids that weren't retarded but weren't as smart as everyone else. That sped class. You know, you know, you guys know what I'm talking about, it's, right? It's like it's like how the monkeys and gorillas aren't in the same exhibit. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> On a roll, speds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Literally, those ones. And uh, I just. I started talking to this girl. I, you guys know who I'm talking about, but uh, it was the crazy goth girl I dated while I was in fucking like a sophomore if, in high school. If there was a girl that was going to give you a handy to the Polar Express, it would have to be her. Yeah, There's right. There's no other way. It so, could be anybody else. Uh-huh. That, that's just... Wait, is this 50-yard line? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. exactly. And see, that's the thing. We all, we all know. Exactly. And it's, it's the whole, like, okay, she's willing to do it at the 50-yard line. She'll do it to the North Pole. It's fucked up. Yeah. Th some people are just too damaged. But then again, Tom Hanks does make women really horny. <laughs> you can't forget about on that stuff. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> That's a panty dropper line. <laughs> Tickets, please. Like these girls, these girls are fucking dripping when it's like, oh, we got it, hot, hot. Oh, oh we, we got, got it. it, hot, hot, hot chocolate. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are disgusting. No, dude, Tom Hanks is, bro. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by pissing your pants. <laughs> Try, it. Try it. <laughs> I remember, I remember like when I was like, I had to be, <laughs> I was in preschool. I, so I'm like four, five, maybe. And like, I always knew that pissing your pants was bad. Uh, you know, like at some point that had been ingrained in my head that, oh yeah, that's not cool to do. So for whatever reason, I thought the 
next best option because we were waiting in line. It was parent pickup, and I, I did not want to ask to go to the bathroom. Cause I don't even like remember the reason why, but I didn't ask to go to the bathroom, and I thought it was more acceptable to whip my dick out at age five and piss on the kid in front of me in line. <laughs> <laughs> how did how did you process that? Like what? what Later you, on, you know, like how, how did you come to that conclusion in your mind? And my four year old brain was like, "Well, I can't piss my pants." <laughs> And so, like, I was, I was very like, you're, you're at, you got to make an ultimatum because it's like, you got to piss, you can't piss your pants, you can't go to the bathroom. What are your <laughs> options? Piss on the kid in front and of you. The option was turning around and peeing on the girl behind me, or being discreet and peeing on the kid that went on to bully me later on. So it's funny how everything comes full circle. I wonder if he decided to bully you because you peed on him. <laughs> I think that's it. He just would never tell anybody that. <laughs> because that's fucking, who wants to admit that they no, exactly, peed on him? Exactly. It's worse than saying I peed on a kid. Yeah, right. <laughs> because I, I may have peed on a kid, but I never got pissed on. Yeah, you know right. What I'm no, right. <laughs> It's the pushers and pushies of so this was world. Supremacy thing. He was trying to reestablish dominance <laughs> no, by exactly. bullying you. Ch chances are he's living a very insecure adult life because you know he tries pissed to, on his leg. Oh you know, yeah, exactly. He has you know a wife, kids, pets, a house, a job, whatever. But his brain keeps coming back to the fact that that kid pissed on him when he was five. Because shit like that sticks in kids' heads, and they never grow out of their trauma. Oh man, that's a I new would never one. forget a person pissing on. How could you? Like, why would you? Um, I mean, that's pretty it's rare. Bold. Event. It, no, it doesn't happen often. Golden shower. At least not. I'm in like, like obviously there's sexual peeing. You know all about that. But yeah, what if he has a piss fetish now because of you? <laughs> I feel like that's how it starts. Like, you don't develop a piss fetish unless <laughs> somebody, like, pisses on you previously. He's explaining to the girl, like, yeah, this kid pissed on me in fifth grade. And he's like, babe, what do you want me to do? Well, I'm just... Uh, it sparks something in me that know. I can't put out. <laughs> I need it. It lights a fucking fire under me. <laughs> I bullied him later, but I felt bad afterward. I, I'll give you this. I bullied him in the hopes that he would just turn around and piss on me again. <laughs> To your credit, and I can't confirm if you're a piss fetish guy or not, but I've always thought pain was a more reasonable fetish than piss. And I respect a big fat as a man. Yeah, and I respect you for it. <laughs> it's okay, Nate. This is a safe place. You can talk about your pain fetish here. Because no, because it's very, it's very like it's so common. Everybody's got a fucking pain fetish nowadays. I don't really have a pain fetish. Do you have whips and clamps? No. Come on, that's a, that's a lie. This is a safe it. place, okay, especially like woman or like you got anything that's gonna stick me, stab me, poke me. You know, like that's what they're, <laughs> that's what they're fucking looking for now. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, ma'am. But so no, like, I do I, own a whip. No, of course you do. Nobody's denying that. But that's what I'm saying is that like whip BDSM pain fetishes is all like normalized nowadays, whereas piss fetish is still kind of like oh, so <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But in 20 years, these kids. Yeah, yeah. It's all so, about like generations. In twenty years, these kids are going to be like, "Oh yeah, piss fetishing is normal. It's like okay to sexually lock me in a cage and yeah, piss, and on, piss me. on me because it's okay to sexually pee." Are you kink shaming? 
No, absolutely no. not. Absolutely no, not. If you're a piss guy, that's if fine. You like getting pissed off, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Don't jump down my fucking. Throat. No, it's just like I, I want you to know that if you had a piss fetish, I'd still do a podcast with yeah. you. Yeah. No, I totally understand. I have a question. How devoted is your girlfriend to this podcast? Because will she let us get a fucking dominatrix for you? <laughs> just as like a, just as, as like Whoa. a season three special type of deal. I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I know she's the boss, so like, right? <laughs> yeah, you know what I learned from The Godfather that anybody can be reasoned with. I, you just need to. I think, yeah, we're gonna make reason. her an offer she can't refuse. No, exa- exactly. <laughs> Reason. It sounds so much better in Italian. I know. Um, Razu. Well, so, I don't know. We don't really talk about the strip club. I bet you she'd go with you. Probably would. I don't think she's opposed to it. I think she'd be more upset about him going to the strip club and not telling her than if we asked her to get him a dominatrix. Yeah, what if yeah. what if a dominatrix dominated me in front of her? What if the do- <laughs> what if we paid the dominatrix to teach Allie how to do it? Like a, a class? Yeah. Sweet oh girl. My. She doesn't have it in her. It takes a special kind of woman. But you do things like that for people you love. But if I say, babe, this is for content. Yep. I'll talk to her. So you not only get to fulfill your really sick... It is Christmas after all. (laughs) (laughs) Miracles can happen. You get to fulfill a really sick pleasure you've always had, and we get content out of it. And all it's going to take is a dominatrix. I don't know if you're into like pegging or whatever. So yeah, no. we're going to set up a GoFundMe so <laughs> you guys can. Uh, we're going to set up a GoFundMe so you guys can send us money to get a camera so we can film Nate getting dominated by his girlfriend. And then we'll have a video podcast. Yes, <laughs> we will. It's called our Strap-On Fund. <laughs> we're chipping Perfect. away, putting a little bit in every day. Help our producer get pegged. <laughs> <laughs> no, not pegging. Oh, I don't know, buddy. I don't think you have a choice. You guys never really confirmed about this pain <laughs> fetish. <laughs> you guys just put that label on me. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't you worry, buddy. We got it handled. I'm pretty vanilla. When you think <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right. All right. Don't let him fool you. Nate's a freak. <laughs> you can trust me. <laughs> I mean, if you're a freak, him and I are disgusting. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, I don't. I don't think anybody sitting in this room right now is not a fucking freak. Sorry, Haley. I don't. Sorry. <laughs> She's the worst out of all of us. No, no, I believe it. I just, I, you know, every everybody's just <laughs> like human beings are disgusting. Every single person is hiding yeah. something, and that's so just what, a we all got a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you guys have buttholes? What? 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 I've always wondered about that. You don't? No, I have an asshole. I was just fucking around. Yeah, I I shit all the time. I remember I was talking about my bleeding asshole recently. That's right. Not from getting pegged, but like... But you didn't get like shot in the ass? I didn't get shot in the ass. I didn't get sodomized. I didn't get pegged. I literally don't have soft toilet paper. (laughs) Yeah, that sucks. I hate thick toilet paper. That's the other thing, too. I feel like the really thick, comfortable toilet paper, yes, it's more satisfying to wipe with, but then I got fucking, like, cotton trails in my ass. <laughs> yeah, those little, I'm little a, berries left behind. Yeah, exactly. I told exactly. you, switch yeah, I to know, wet ones. I know, and I think you're so right about that. Or just install a fucking bodet. 
Wet wipes will destroy my already destroyed plumbing <laughs> system. <laughs> this episode was brought to you by Wet Wipes. I'll take a lifetime supply. Please. I feel like our first sponsorship, it's not even going to be like a company that it's just going to be like colon checks. Yep. <laughs> we'll get free checkups. <laughs> Seriously, men, especially men, you got to get your fucking colonoscopies. Men over 40 listening to us young 20 year olds. You do not want prostate cancer. All my truck drivers out there. (laughs) (laughs) I know there's not a lot to listen to, and that's why you're listening to us, but (laughs) go get your colons checked. You're doing great. Once you get off that next big trip, the next big haul, go get that fucking colon checked. Keeping America running. Afterwards, you deserve a lot, Lizard. Go find her. It's a big fact. (laughs) Pay her for the night. It's on us. You know what? Can we get a trucker a lot, Lizard, for the night? Yeah, could we try and arrange that? Yeah, I, of course we could. But I, how we do we? How trucker. do we? How do we pick the trucker? If you're a trucker, send an email to our FNB pod at Gmail. I think FN Brothers Pod at Gmail is our email. I I actually have like a third cousin that drives a rig <laughs> for some shipping company. I work with a whole bunch of weirdos that drive rigs. I feel like truck drivers are weirdos because they don't get the appreciation they deserve and as a result, and obviously like spending that amount of time alone in a cab hauling freight. Yeah, but see my weirdos are special weirdos because we sell dirt and shit and like we found these drivers in like the woods. I feel like that's where they all come from. No, no, no. I, I, I get you but my truck drivers don't have to like I can't explain it to you without showing you Sam White. I understand that. I, I've You've described me to Sam White, and I can't see what he looks like, but I feel his image, if that makes any sense. Sam, Sam White yep. is dead. I work for, for his, his, son. his grandson. My goodness. Yeah. And his grandson is getting up there. I worked with his great great grandson for a, a while, but then he ended up leaving to quit and go work in a different field because his father is a great, wonderful guy. But Wait, that's your really dream dad, your, not mine. Yeah. Yeah, it's the classic tale. Do we want to put your boss's full name on the Yeah, no, definitely not. All right. You should edit out the name of my business too, which is Sam White. <laughs> All right, we're just going to cut out that whole part. <laughs> yeah, please do. Today's podcast is brought to you by Gravel Sales. Yes, sir. Get them <laughs> today. Well, swell. I like rocks. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> that, that's that's a, what you came up with to say? I mean, sure. he's not wrong. That's like one of those things I never grew out of. I still think rocks are really cool. Well, yeah. You should come check out my job then. You got a lot of rocks, don't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to go 100%, dude. I like cool rocks. I think it's just one of those traits that, like, especially men, they just have it forever. Like, oh, yeah, I still can tell you what my favorite dinosaur is. So, like... Well, think of Hank from Breaking Bad. His minerals? <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand when homeowners come into my job because they're the absolute worst. I can't stand dealing with them, and everyone I work with feels the same way. And rightfully so, because it's different. But nothing makes me more happy than when a homeowner comes into my job and asks for a rock to fuck up a car to stop them from hitting their mailbox all the time. 
and I can take them through my yard for an hour <laughs> and try to help them find the biggest pointiest fucking sturdy rock to put in front of their mailbox to just take out teenage drivers. And it's, it's a great feeling. Cause I know I'm eliminating teenage reckless drivers <laughs> and making money them. at the same time. It's called being a rock star. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Brumptis. See, it's funny. Laugh a little. It's good for you. <laughs> I enjoyed that. It's like having a live studio audience. It's more than Haley. What? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, though, Haley. We appreciate it. Number one fan. Yeah, exactly. President of our fan club. That's right. Uh, is Allie on board yet, or is she still like, Nate, you're a fucking idiot? You want me to talk to her now? You could call her right now and put her on speaker. I'd be entertained. Hang on. She might be trying. That's no excuse. You're yeah, needy. Right? You're needy and you want attention. See how she likes it. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, She's going to hear it now. I'm sorry, Allie. I love you, yeah, Allie. Sorry, Allie. What's going out there? I'm going to edit that right in front of her. <laughs> Yo, she knows it's all fun. It's all fun and games until Allie gets called out. Yeah, there's only like kind of a serious note behind it. But when you make it sound like a joke, it makes you sound like you're not like as mad about it as you are. You want to do the audience cheering again? That'd be cool. <laughs> I'm in the middle of something. <laughs> this is why we need another producer. I keep saying a fucking Indian guy needs like, <laughs> I don't want to need someone here. Not someone I, all corrupt. I don't want to pay somebody $2 an hour. <laughs> But that, that's the thing. These, that, that's the whole like argument for doing it is that you, they work so fucking cheap. Because no, we yeah. could also the pay them nothing and befriend them. <laughs> <laughs> and how's that working for us? I don't know. Have you talked to your brother? No, because he won't fucking answer me. He's in the middle of young love. But he's also in the middle of starting his career as a producer for podcasts. Yeah, Let's no break that early. No shit. He's got to get that fucking shit together. Yeah, we should make them break up. <laughs> <laughs> Anything for this podcast. And like, if his heart gets crushed, he'll have that new fire to try something new to get over it. And that, yeah, no, that you're right. could be. So should we her. just relocate his girlfriend? What do you mean by relocate? I wasn't going to say killer. Relocate's yeah, a say better word. Like I'm going to relocate my family. <laughs> relocate my problems. <laughs> just. Put them somewhere else. else. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? No, I mean, if you're going to kill somebody, do it and then plant like unremovable flowers by government sanctions on the ground and then nobody can dig up the body. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Cheese Whiz. <laughs> cheese Whiz. It's cheese in a can. It's just so gross. <laughs> right. It's disgusting. Where's but I'll take your money, Cheese Whiz. <laughs> I was Gross. stalking vegan cheese today and wanted to puke in my fucking mouth. Because I was like, there's no way it tastes like cheese. Vegans don't know what it like. Because, like, I've tried vegan food because I, I, I seek to understand. You know, I wasn't going to be like, oh, yeah, just wrong, wrong. And I came to that after. But, like, I was willing to try it. And I did. And I was like, what the honest fuck? <laughs> yeah, we need meat. 
that's a big fact and i think that's that's actually a big reason why men aren't men anymore is because men don't eat meat anymore I, this is the almond milk generation i 100 percent agree with you this episode was brought to you by milk go fucking drink some yeah go, go drink some real fucking milk go eat some real fucking meat that's the thing like when you're loaded on all you eat is carbohydrates and you're not consuming protein and the good stuff that comes in meat right like i my grandma has this friend and she's got this fucking daughter-in-law, this friend. <clears throat> and this daughter-in-law is a vegan, a crazy fucking vegan. Her husband is forced into being a crazy vegan as well. And they just had their first kid. And they are, like, being obsessively vegan to a child. I think that's a borderline child abuse. That is because not borderline. That is yeah, child abuse. You are, you are robbing a human being of nutrients that are essential to thrive and actually grow into a healthy human being. That's absolutely right. So it's like kind of disgusting. You still trying to call her? Yeah, I was waiting for you guys. Yeah, whenever you're ready to yeah, bust. No, please go ahead. Let's get Allie on the line. We have our first caller. I know. Hello. What's up? You alone right now? Yeah. Um, Cause he's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're on air. Hi. Hi, Allie. Hi. Hi, Allie. Allie, so we have a really important question for uh, making content for the podcast. Interesting. Would you be willing to take a dominatrix class and dominate <laughs> Nate on camera? No. <laughs> All right, well, can we get Nate a dominatrix? Nothing sexual is going to happen. He, we just want her to beat him up. Yeah, clothed. No. Uh, what? The only one who can beat Nate up is me. Not on camera. So can you take a class for it? So we do it right? Um, I'd prefer not to. Why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to go to a strip club? No. <laughs> hey, we- Allie, it's me. Hi, Nathaniel. So I have this idea. Okay. You do exactly what we just said. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, result. I will say you guys can bring Nate to a strip club. <laughs> yeah, but that's not fun. Yeah, yeah we need you to okay. be there. And like, why? Allie, because we got to get rich together, Allie. Big fact. <laughs> We're building a team. This is a team effort. And it's like everybody is pulling their weight even outside of the podcast. Like we got Haley over here who's been a major weight puller this entire time. And it's like, (laughs) Allie, I feel like you're not doing your part. Well, if someone wants to pay my tuition, I'll do more of it. Well, that's the thing. Your tuition will be paid for if we have monetization and a successful podcast. And we're not going to be successful unless unless Nate Nate gets gets dominated. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go eat my dinner. Goodbye. (laughs) Okay. We love you, Allie. Thank you, Allie. Bye, love Allie. You, bye, Bubs. Bye. Well, Say bye to the podcast. I, th- I thought you were going to get like a good night <laughs> or, or like a K. Yeah, fine. Yeah, that, that's like the direction I thought it was going. But because it went that direction, I'm like, oh, you don't have a toxic relationship. Damn, no. that's actually very healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Debunked. Yeah, the, yeah you know, the, debunked, quite literally. That's actually really great news. I'm happy for you. Thank you. But that being said, she should be willing to work with us a little bit. We're yeah. just going to get you a dominatrix anyway, and we'll deal with the backlash. I'd rather ask for forgiveness. Give this in permission. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll talk through. 
She's just shy. Rizon. You got that. We haven't. You know what it was that we were just. It was like a flat out yo. Can you do this? It wasn't like Allie. This is what's in it for you. Other than like tuition payment. Yeah. Like that's great. Everybody wants. Maybe I didn't approach it the best way. I just got excited. No. Yeah. We all got really excited, and as a result, we lost our one and only chance. No, no, no. That's not our one and only chance. Like I said, forgiveness, permission. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Would she be so forgiving, though? I think so. (laughs) After that first check. In my perfect world. (laughs) Yeah, in your perfect world. Yeah, but I I feel like any emotion you might have about the issue goes away when there's a really big paycheck in front of you. (laughs) If we don't get anything from it. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you know, like, obviously, I'm sure there are uncorruptible people in this world that can't be bought. But let's face it, everybody can be fucking bought. (laughs) Yeah. And Allie's one of them. If somebody was like, hey, here's $10 million, but the catch is you never can do a podcast again and be like, okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Sure. I, I'm selling my share in the in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that'd be pretty nice. Or, or like, they're like, oh yeah, we own the six hours you've already produced and made, <laughs> but the catch is you get Fucking ten million dollars, all right, in cash. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> See, that's the thing. We wouldn't need to be doing this if we had money. <laughs> yeah, if we had ten million dollars cash, we could buy a little commune and just start making our own shit and producing it ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Which is the end goal, by the way? Because fuck Disney, fuck yeah. Pixar, they can all fuck. We should get just it. start our own production company. Is what we should do. I agree. I agree. I also had a really good and crazy idea that I want to pitch to you guys, but it can't be on air because I think it's good enough to the point where it's actually, I don't want it stolen. Is it a story about a mouse? No. <laughs> what? You're an asshole. Hey man, that's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we're not about roasting each no, other. No, it's just like, I'm an asshole all the time, but if you're like being mean, it's like, that's just that Sorry, character. I broke character. Yeah. I'm yeah. <laughs> supposed to be the idiot. I just, I don't just even understand the story the about the mouse reference. Who was that? <laughs> what? Oh, we just interrupted each other again. Yeah, it we're happened. talking over yeah, each other. Yeah, we are. <laughs> it's gotta stop. Stop. All right, all right. All right, all right. Yeah. Oh, shit. And we're back. <laughs> This is why we should have been named Power Struggle. Whoever you are, people with the name Power Struggle, we're coming for your fucking podcast name. You can be bought out. Yeah, those people. Those those people can be bought. Hey, what is on? (laughs) (laughs) It's all about how you present it. You're not Tony fucking Soprano, you know that? (laughs) That's not the point. Um... Where I was going with that, though, is that if they, they we found their website, we know they have a podcast, we know that they're called yeah, what we, we want to be called. Yeah, their names. Go, go ahead, we pull should it call up. them. <laughs> we, we shouldn't be like, listen. I know you're a fucking computer creep. I know you could figure out a way to find their phone number or address or something. Yeah, it's not even a, it's about that. Like, the, what I'm saying is if you go on their fucking website, you'll get all their information to contact them, at least on a fan level. And all it takes is a little bit of digging. You can find anything on anybody. 
Do you remember that old website where you could just put in a phone number and find people? So there's so many that still exist, but they all have paywalls. Fuck. And it's so annoying because you should be able to Google a phone number and know exactly who's calling you. So their names are Kyle and Lindsay. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, which one's Kyle, though? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, valid. They actually have a contact list tab. So, oh. Excuse me? All right, well, let's fill it out. We do have- they have a producer? Because we do. That automatically makes us better than them. Oh, they have a kid? Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's a, well, That's here, their producer. You know what? We're going to tackle this head on, though. Uh, what's the contact deal? What do we have to fill out? We got to fill out a name, email, oh, com- and a easy. comment. Name? Fucking brothers. <laughs> <laughs> That, that reminds me, so like I signed up for all our social media and it was like names and I just put in fucking brothers, first name fucking, last name hey, brothers. brothers. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not going to put under my name. That's yeah. just silly. Yeah, right. It's our movie. <laughs> oh, we should have made a guy like Sid. <laughs> a guy would, that's all of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also one brain. Nan. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, uh... And? What should we, uh, leave for a comment here? First off, fuck you. <laughs> I don't think I could... I don't have the heart. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> give us your fucking web domain, you stupid little cunts. We gotta be nice about this. We gotta... <laughs> no, I mean... We gotta no, 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 no. With name. a name like Power Struggle, they should be willing to fucking fight yeah, for it. Yeah, that's a big fact. Hey, yeah, but they have a power struggle amongst themselves already. You so want do these we. people to fall Yeah, and I'll power struggle all over their fucking podcast if they I don't give me like, the fucking name I deserve. Chances are they've entertained enough people that are they have royalties and money and they'll be set and their little should boy we, or girl will be taken care of. If the we, Godfather a novelization by Mario Puzo taught me anything, <laughs> it was that you can bully anybody the fuck you want into giving you what you want. That's a big yeah, fact. You just need to want it enough. <laughs> He was. He didn't just go like, no, "Hey, no, fuck okay, you." Okay, so let, let's be respectful about it. All right. So yeah, like, we got to be respectful at right, first. Right. But once they don't give us what we want, right, we're gonna break well, their fucking kneecaps. We're gonna so start let's be calm. respectful because we're starting off hot. Okay. Okay. Let's try again. High in sales. Hi. How many followers do you actually get a week? Describe your power struggle because ours is real. Excuse me. <laughs> Pardon me, but you're using pardon? my you're using pardon, but you're using my podcast name. <laughs> I've been in power struggle me whole life. Oh, sorry about that, but we're power struggle. Pardon? Oh, pardon. <laughs> you have a beaver tail, lately? <laughs> pardon, pardon, pardon. Flip it. I hate Ontario. I wish I was back in Saskatoon. <laughs> oh, ah, my that- calf muscle. You boshed it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Kroll. That if I fucking that bit, nothing makes me happier than the Gene Kramer's bit. I love that. I'm here to gently prod Canada's youth to get out. <laughs> oh, hey Part, tunes, you want a hog of this Jaybird? <laughs> Great wagon wheels, ladies. <laughs> Jumping jocks. <laughs> What's <Well, it's> gorp? <laughs> oh, it's a cereal you eat with your hands. Is this exercise? Get out. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Don't quit. Just a fourth of an hour a day. Get out. Get out. Pardon. Pardon. You don't even have to watch these clips anymore, people. 
Tune into the Kroll show. <laughs> it's been off air for years. Yeah, get off this show. Go watch the Kroll show. But going back to this, I just I feel like we should address it as like, what is your power struggle compared to ours? Hello, we believe we have a better case to use your podcast. Because you're like two teen, two fucking kids fighting over a bionicle, and we're like the allies in the Axis. <laughs> it's us against the world. Yeah, and no, this is a power struggle. And I just feel like they owe it to us. And what kind of happily married couple wants to be a power struggle to begin with? <laughs> yeah, big facts. And it's like, what's the fucking issue? You don't know what wall decor to buy? For the, for the safety of your children and your family's happiness, you, you have to give us a, you have to find a new name. It's, that's just the end of the day. Lindsay, Kyle, a named child. I'm sorry. Because if I don't get the name Power Struggle, I'm going to commit a workplace act of violence and kill my coworkers. They're probably going to check this out. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, so another group is Power Struggle. We'll check them out. What are they all about? <laughs> Christmas. I don't know, Lindsay. I think we should back off. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably gonna kick our ass, dude. Kyle, we cannot take this. His name is Kyle. He punches holes in walls. Yeah, but he's married to a Lindsay, so he doesn't anymore. No, that's not, not true. No, Lindsay's no, a fucking no. nursey bitch. No, 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 no. He's focused on wall decor. She probably's a dental assistant. Hey, they were, and she couldn't hack that, so she started a fucking podcast with her fucking failure of plumber, Kyle. <laughs> no, they're good off topic, but they're fat, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> because if they're fat, all my points are valid. Oh, they have they have about us. Let's, let's let's do a little bit of fucking research. What if it ends up like like touching all of us and we're like, oh, you know what? They could have it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking here we go though. Uh, we may not have it all together. But together we have it all. That should be our quote. <laughs> what the hell? They're stealing everything from us tonight. <laughs> Kyle and Lindsay. All right, I got bad vision, so we're going to move a little closer. Kyle and Lindsay are a modern couple. What the fuck is that word? I have such bad vision, people, but we're going to get through this. Thank you. Thank God. Kyle and Lindsay are a modern couple struggling through life together. This includes running a business school, and a home. We are the pound, the proud, but occasionally exhausted parents of a 10-year-old boy and a 7-year-old girl and have embraced our rural country home as a, <laughs> as a sanctuary from the hustle of our careers. Thank you for following us and our journey. You guys are fucking liars. name. <laughs> 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 it's ours we thought of it first yeah, we've been a power and, struggle our and, whole lives and, and I, I was right reading that actually did make me more mad <laughs> I told you because I, it was exactly how I thought it would be like they're living this suburban fucking life and it's like a power struggle because they said it was a rural home yeah. okay yeah we're starting a fight with a midwestern family honestly let's fucking get it oh man <laughs> I can't wait. 
what if that's our whole angle? What so, if we're power? What if we get the name Power Struggle? Right? We bully them out of the getting the name Power Struggle, and then we just go around bullying other podcasts <laughs> for their names. Yeah, you know what? Where where the Joe Rogan experience? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. We need to fight for what is ours. You know how you know how we but started too much. You know how we started talking about how in the episode the world owes you nothing. Yeah. Then here, you know, you get the point. Yeah. How now far we? How far we've come, people? How far we've? How far come? we're willing to go? Uh, yeah, it's a big fact. Are we able to listen to their podcast by any chance? Wow. Just I just want a sample a of how sample. fucking stupid they are. Yeah, but don't tell anybody where they can listen to it because if they stop losing viewers, then they'll give us the name. <laughs> we already gave out the whole name, their names. The fucking <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've, we've literally threatened their family on live they air. <laughs> They've already won. They are found. Fuck. <laughs> we just boosted the shit out of them. <laughs> we're never going to get that name. They're like, because you guys got us such a big following, we're going to give you the name. <laughs> we're we're going to be Kyle and Lindsay. The Kyle and Lindsay podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we actually realized that you guys had a lot of fucking sense in what you were saying. And we're, we're actually not struggling for power anymore. <laughs> what if they get us canceled? <laughs> we're actually at peace. Yeah, kind of. I feel like like the whole community loves them. <laughs> so like, we're gonna have to go up against all the Midwestern uh, fucking. They probably yeah, go to church every Sunday. They absolutely let's leave do. this to the viewers. Like, who should <laughs> have the power struggle podcast? <laughs> yeah, name? who should Kyle, win the power Kyle struggle? and Lindsay, or Alex, Nathaniel, and Nate? If you could let Kyle and Lindsay hear our voice, that would be cool. I bet you, Kyle and Lindsay, don't talk over each other like we do. Yeah. So what's the power struggle? There is none. Yeah. They probably have like a perfectly... We can't even listen. Why? I'm trying. Are they on Spotify? They're on iTunes Music. Or... No, Apple Podcast. That's funny. They're not even on Spotify. What a bunch of nerds. Fucking losers. Get your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> you call yourself a power struggle. Yeah, they actually seem kind of happy. That's what, that's, what, that's what I'm saying, and the whole thing is presented as, like, how happy they are, so I'm sorry, but what's the power struggle? Yeah. Do you hear us arguing right Oh, what's right that? Now? You have to communicate with your partner to navigate certain areas of life? Power struggle alert. Bit excessive, don't you think, Lindsay? I know this was all your idea. No, exactly. Kyle does, is not the brains behind this operation. No, not I at all. It's very clear. He's just the fucking scapegoat. I was thinking about, he's... I, and it's, they're like a category of men, but he's the type of man to build a gingerbread house. That's right. Because. Because Lindsay told him no, to. No man builds a gingerbread house because he wanted to. He did it because his woman wanted him to. Mm-hmm. And Kyle's like Or because his kids wanted him to. Yeah, but you can, respect a, man you can build, respect a man that the, does something for his kids. kids. Right. But, you can God. listen to them on Audible. What? Yeah. Audible hopes you have How enjoyed How does that work? Program. Do you have to, like, subscribe? Because you have to pay for books on Audible. So, like, you, so do I have to no, pay no, for no, an no, episode? No. The way they do it now is that, like, you have an Audible subscription every month, and there's tiers. Uh, and we have the tier that gives us one book credit a month. Uh-huh. And unlimited downloads and all that. But there are no. tiers that just let you listen. To, well, you can listen. If you have any type of Audible, you can listen to podcast. Okay. They're kind like that. God damn it. They're hard to reach. You know why? Because they're not 
there. They're not reaching out to people like we are. Yeah, it looks like they, they've had 10 episodes for a little while. And that's well, it. When was the uh, most recent episode? Episode 10. I can't, I can't tell when it was. Best guess. Because <laughs> if it was over like four years ago, hell, even two. If it's not active right now, like maybe it's a dream they just gave up on because mm-hmm. they realized three guys were going to come along and do it fucking 10 times better than they ever could. Yeah, maybe we can just like jump jump on their ship. Maybe so, we can do a cross uh, production, not production, but uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fucking uh, cooperation. No, no. Collab. Uh, collab yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, get get the, the well, fans flowing. That's, uh, here's yeah, the that's thing, what too. Saying. Is it like, because like they don't know about power struggles. We don't know what it's like to be married. So, you know. Yeah, no, 100%. But at the same time, you can buy domains. So if we were like, hey, we'd give you like 200 bucks right now. Right now. For you to fucking stop your silly little life. They'd be like, well, if you want it for 200, I want 400. And then I'd be like, all right, boys, let's come up with $400 because that's a reasonable price for a domain name like that. That's fair. And we're back. And we're back. I'm so fucking hungry. Yeah, what what do we got for time, Nate? Uh, we're... Like a little over an hour now. It's okay. We're rolling good tonight. Yes, we are. My favorite part about having the day off the next day is that I get to binge eat the night before. <laughs> then purge. Yeah, no, I, I love fucking. I don't. Binging I don't. And, <laughs> and binging and purging and purging. You have body dysmorphia, whether you want to believe it or not. Oh, I've always believed it, but I, I, I despite me being a body dysmorphiac or however you want to say it, I do not puke after I eat. I enjoy my food and I don't want it to come back up again. Some people do have that fucking issue. It's called bulimia and it's serious. Get help. (laughs) I also heard that you fucking dropped 90 pounds of weight on your chest the other day. I did. It wasn't fun. You got to stop doing that much weight by yourself, homeboy. It was, it was, you know, it was that I've been at 75 for such a long time and it was the plates Nate left on when he was using it. I was just like, fuck it. Those were the plates that were there. Oh no! You you added some, so I was like, "No, I hadn't." Yeah, you, you did. No, I didn't. I didn't. No, I so just about, picked it up. You, you, you know, it was so that I was deadlifting that. And there's a big difference. Yeah, but I didn't add anything. No, yeah. So either way, that was your my weight that I deadlift, and that was the weight that you fucking could chest press. Yeah. So I, you know, being the egomaniac that I am, was like, I'm a fucking Superman. I can fucking do this shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because you know, obviously, like, <clears throat> the human body is a lot stronger. Than a lot of people think, you know, right. like I pulled it off the thing and I came down and I went to go like press up and that's when I, and like I got about halfway and I just couldn't fucking make it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I, I've, because it's happened a couple of times, I know how to safely get out of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you just gotta be careful. Yeah, 100%. And I, I've, and that's the thing is that like I, I lift not as heavy as I could be because of my rotator cuff issue, which has been healing on its own miraculously over, you know, proper technique, training, recovery and all that. But I'm not, it's not fully recovered yet. And I still have some issues with it. So I don't go at that heavy, but I, I I had that kind of like, I'm just going to fucking go for it and try it and see how far I can actually get. And I'm glad it happened too, because it's a good gauge for like where I'm at in strength trading progression. Definitely. So it's got its advantages. Like nobody wants to have that dropped on them, but at the same time, I'm here doing this podcast today. Here we go. Here we go, boys. No way. What? So it looks like their latest episode was 2019. 
We have a beat. We haven't beat the pandemic. Fucking wrecked them, and we have them beat. Okay. We already signed up for everything as fucking brothers. That's okay. We can change all that shit. None of that shit matters. Bro, we that, can start that, that part over. Took me half an hour. <clears throat> We've never released anything. We can still become power struggle. All right. Well, anyway, th- this is them. I'm gonna be so mad. No, we're having some audio issues. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. So uh let's try to We're we're gonna do our research and play this in our free time and learn how to hate it better. Yeah for your enjoyment. That, that's big facts. Sorry about that, folks. Yeah, it's it's not letting me play it. All right. Well on okay. that note, why don't we uh wrap this up? Because I gotta get a Wake it early in the morning. That's right. You're going to Florida. No, not tomorrow morning, but uh, yeah. Uh, that's not till the weekend. It's coming up, though. But yeah, I am going to Florida. I'll try to get you guys some uh, clips. And uh, I know we don't do visuals yet, but I'll get some videos for later. Yeah, 100%. Maybe some knickknacks we can smash. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be fun. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I'll try to get some Road Rage uh, voice clips. Send those to Nate. <laughs> Well, this has been a fucking brother's power struggle. This has been a brother's power struggle. A fucking brother's power struggle. Oh, and a Christmas special, too. We love you. Merry Christmas. Happy Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah to you and yours. And uh, remember who the real power struggle is out here, people. And last but not least, fuck you, Kyle. And fuck fuck you, you, Lindsay. Lindsay.